everybody, and welcome to our Hats Off podcast. Again, I'm Amanda Ray, your host, and I am excited to um, talk to you about everything business, um, gosh, in a real and exciting way for you to get all sorts of lovely business and exciting business advice. Today, I am joined by a good friend of mine. I hope I can call you friends. I feel like we're friends, Leslie. A um, good friend of mine, Leslie Cervantes, um, as she is coming to talk social media because, like, let's be real, social media can suck sometimes. So, Leslie, I appreciate you being on. Um, thank you so much for being here. Give us, a, yeah, give us a little bit of a background. Like, who are you? Where do you come from? What do you do? Give us, you know, your your 60-second pitch on you. Sure. So I'm a photographer based out in Spring, Texas, and I have um, uh, three children, and my daughter actually turned me on to social media and for my business. And I think that um, that kind of journey has been really great in connecting with my clients. Um, right before COVID, I, I transitioned from... Uh, wedding photography to portrait photography. And being on social media kind of helped me figure out, mm -hmm. I, I feel like I'm still figuring out kind of who I am yeah. and, and, and what I want to do. And so just connecting with people that way. Yeah. I love that it helped you figure out who you are, because I feel like business is, gosh, it is one of the biggest self-discoveries I think I've ever made, right? It really, I think- especially as female, being a mom, being a wife, being a sister, especially being a mom, I can say that a thousand times more, you sacrifice so much of yourself for other people around you. And then yes. when you go into something like social media, that is, it's you, but you're also looking at yourself. So it's your, <laughs> your voice, you see your image, you like, it puts the mirror up. <laughs> Right. It really does. Yes. So I can, I, I've never thought about it that way. Can you dive into that for me? Before my, before my TikTok experience, I think when TikTok happened, it was kind of a really big breakthrough for me. I was doing the same thing that most photographers do. I, I had a page for my business and I just kind of posted pretty photos about my clients and things like that. And other than them sharing with their friends, like it, there really wasn't much of a connection. Yeah. And yeah my daughter um, asked me to join uh, Snapchat. I tried that. It was not my my audience. And then um, we tried TikTok and it kind of sat dormant for a really long time. And then when COVID happened, um, it started off kind of me just staying up, like cracking up in the middle of the night with these yeah. crazy videos and things like that. And then I And then I started connecting with people, commenting on their content, um, creating connections and honestly, amazing, amazing friendships. And then I got curious and I started making my own videos and started going live and then building a little audience. And then it just really grew like wildfire. And it was really fun. And hearing your voice and seeing yourself and, and going, oh my gosh, I can't believe I look like that. You know, that, but there's real beauty in that discovery because not only can you start accepting the things that maybe, 
you know, like, is that my voice? Is that my real voice? Like, not only can yeah. you start accepting these things about yourself, you, you're also kind of think, thinking, wow, I could really grow in this, or I didn't realize I had a gift in doing this. And, you know, and so it, it really kind of just catapulted my confidence and, and learning to kind of come out of my shell because I was very introverted. It took a lot for me to really open up to people and this kind of just crack that open. Yeah. No, it, I mean, that's the number one pushback I hear from so many people, even myself. I'm like, I don't want to be in front of people. I don't, I don't, that, that's just not who I am. But I think, you know, you're 100% right when you say like it, it makes you grow. Sure. It's going to be uncomfortable and um, you are going to look at yourself sometimes and be like, Ooh, is that, is that really me? Like, <laughs> um, but you know, I think it's so important to not hold criticism and be like, yeah, that is me. This is who I am and kind of own that space because nobody is like you. Right. Be okay with that and let your confidence grow with that as well. Exactly. That's huge. Did you have any like, I mean, I've had so many false starts with social media. I mean, my marketing or marketing manager, Liz, is like constantly on me and I'm like, oh, but. I had cancer and I had chemo and I don't have my hair and now I've gained weight. And it's, it's like, no matter what it is, it becomes another excuse, right? I, 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 there's my hair growing back. And then I was like, Oh, I need to work out now. And then I'm sure next time it's going to be something ridiculous. Like what's your thoughts on that? And how did you overcome that? Well, what's funny is that I actually started gaining weight after <laughs> after I did TikTok. I gained like 15 pounds or something and I could just see myself gaining and gaining oh and gaining. Goodness. Yeah, and so it was kind of funny because um I, I just kind of had to get over myself and take a, a a hard look at okay, am I upset at myself for gaining weight or am I upset at myself for not being healthy? And that really kind of, well, that and then also me getting really sick because of my health really triggered me to, as you know, like I've started running and working out and things like that and trying to get back into the, um, you know, people always ask me like, what are you training for? Are you training for a marathon? And I'm like, no, life. I'm training for life. I love that. Yeah, because it's like. When we don't take our health into, into like take responsibility over our health, like it can really mess us up and, and cut the quality of our life, you know, and, and, um, just energy love everything, you know, it really just revolves around so much. And, um, it's also become very therapeutic for me. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, having those long runs in the morning, um, it's just been really nice and, and, and realizing that I really did miss it. It takes a while to get back into it, yeah. right? Like your body is just fighting you and you feel like you're not getting anywhere and, you know, all the ups and downs. And I think I cried like a million times because it was just so emotional. And, it, you know, it's like, I can't believe I'm this slow. I can't believe, you know, there's all these yeah. criticisms. But then you start to learn to get to be more gentle with yourself as things get like starts leveling out a little bit more. And then it got a little bit more fun and I wanted to challenge myself. So then I started timing myself, you know, and yeah. so it just kind of became really fun. And I feel like that was kind of my journey in, in social media too. It's like, you don't really know what you're doing. You're acting like an idiot or I did. And then, you know, and trying all these different things like that didn't work. Well, this worked or that didn't. And, um, and then you just kind of start finding a little groove. I think to be able to laugh at yourself and to have fun with yourself is something that we've 
forgotten as a society a lot of times. Like we hold ourselves so serious all the time, right? And it's like if we make a mistake, we just kind of crumble on the inside instead of going, okay, cool. That was a mistake. Let's like learn from it and move on. Or, oh my gosh, I was so silly. That's ridiculous. We, we try to think about what everybody else is going to say about us and, and we project, you know, feelings and so much, you know, but that sucks as life. Like why can't we just laugh at ourselves and be like, we are silly and we are kind of being stupid or immature here. Or we're having a lot of fun here or whatever. And just go with it. Right. Yeah. And enjoy who we are. Yes. And I think, um, I think one of the biggest things that I've learned is to not listen to other people because I, um, yeah, you know, when I was just doing this for fun and I really didn't have a big following, like nobody cared, right? Yeah. People just laughed and 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 were like, "Okay, I know her," or I'd I'd you know walk down the the street or like I was at church or something, and people would say, "I saw your video," had no clue that they saw my video, yeah. right? And it was like it was cringe because when when we when we came out of COVID, I just thought, "Okay, this is me in my backyard or my home." <laughs> Like nobody sees this, right? And then everybody's laughing. And so when I finally got to see people and and they tell me that they watch it, it was kind of funny. Um, But what I did notice was that journey to kind of find who I was was where the magic really happened. And then once I started gaining traction, I wasn't prepared for all the criticism, like, you know, you'd be better if you would do this or try this strategy. Why yeah. do we have to do this to each other, though? Why, why is this type of mentality of somebody doing something great? Why do we have to go in or why does society think that they have to go in and be like, but try this and, and do this? Why can't we just be like, you're killing it, Leslie. Great job. Yeah, I, I don't know. And and it would be like, well, you know, it's great that you fall out of your chair, but what does that have to do with photography? Or what is that, you know, how are how are you really connecting? And are you really building an audience? Are you really are you really monetizing from this? And it just became like, oh, I guess I'm not really getting clients from this. Maybe I am wasting my time. Maybe I should be more strategic. Maybe I should. Yeah. And once I did that, it killed my whole momentum of like building an audience. And so it was, it was a huge lesson for me um, to find, find me again, because then I had all these voices in my head of, you know, you know, are, are you doing call to actions? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? But the fruit that has come out of just me being myself, I mean, even, even working with you guys was a thing. And it was because of that, because I was able to be on. And now I've been um, asked to be a host on a, on a different um, show that's coming on. And, and it's like, it's crazy. Like, I feel like they just pulled my name out of a hat or something, but they just saw me and connected with me and they, and they really wanted this. And it's, it's something true to my heart. It's with my faith and, um, and reaching out to people and, and, um, telling people about different ways to learn about our faith and things like that. And so I'll be talking with so many people, but 
you know, sometimes the beauty isn't in the answers, you know, when people say, well, what are you getting out of this? Can you show your, you know, return on investment and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, if I don't have an answer, I felt like a failure. But the truth of the matter is, is that I've grown to connect with amazing people like you with, you know, Shalom TV and like this, my amazing audience who has stuck with me and just been, you know, laughing along this journey with me. And I feel like, Yeah. No, I mean, absolutely. It's so crazy because, you know, I think a lot of times people get so caught up in what's the ROI, what's the return on investment. It's interesting because, you know, when people start saying things like that to me, I'm almost like, you know, those are buzzwords. And when people get really buzzwords with me, I almost don't take them seriously because it's like, you're just throwing out a bunch of buzzwords that you don't you know, most people don't even understand what it means. And um, because it's very easy to forget, as you've said, the beauty of the process and the beauty of the journey. And sometimes just doing it is going to allow you so many doors to open. It's going to allow you to connect with so many people. I mean, I, I love that you, you did it to do it, to experience it, to see where it was going to take you which typically is more successful than having this whole like six figure idea. And then you never even hit, you know, three figures and then you're just burnt out by it. Right. Right. And honestly, that's kind of in some way how I am in business. It's because it's, it's something that my business is something so near and dear to my heart that it's almost like borders on the line of ministry versus business. And so, um, but being able to connect with people, uh, the funny thing about, about this whole social media thing is that I found gifts in myself that I didn't really know. And so, but people saw the potential in me. And because of that, you know, I didn't realize, oh my gosh, I love talking to people. I love being in front of the camera. I love, you know, it's just, it's so much fun. And, um, I don't think I would have ever known that about myself because I was the person that's always behind the camera and, you know, not really putting myself out there like that. And for other people to start seeing those same qualities and reaching out to me for those same things, really, um, it made me feel, um, like I'm growing into something that was always there that I didn't know. So that's such an amazing journey. You know, mm-hmm. life has so many stages, which I think is um, the intriguing thing for me. The thing that excites me most about life is where you are now doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be there in two years, three years, four years, five years, right? It's just right. go through all these different stages and phases and you can grow through each one of them. Right. And so just giving yourself the grace. And uh, I love how you said just being gentle with yourself and allowing you to be able to grow. That warms my heart. I love that. And just being on that journey. Um, And I also love that fact that you didn't, you know, you didn't go in there money hungry or going, what's the ROI? What, how am I going to make money on this? You just went in there being you. Right. And people are going to connect with that. People are going to connect with that a hell of a lot more than somebody that's going in wanting to just flat out make money. 
right? Right. People can see through it. I think that's the interesting thing about social media is people can go on social media and see who's authentic. And I don't love the word authentic because I think it's so overused, but we're going to use it for this one. People can see who's genuine, who's there to enjoy, who's there to have fun, who's there to really connect versus people who's there just for the quote unquote ROI. Yeah. And you know, what's, what's really interesting is that a lot of my really good friends that I met on TikTok are now like approaching the 500,000 followers, a million followers, or they're like touring and speaking and, and we've created such a genuine connection that it, it almost let me find, okay, these are my people. These are people that I genuinely connect with that we, you know, um, see similar traits in each other and things like that. Mm-hmm. And the only difference is I stopped and I shouldn't have and and they kept going. But it gives me that confidence to know that we're kind of on that same caliber. And so um, mm-hmm. to see like different doors opening and things like that, it, it makes me excited because I always feel like the people that you're around, you know, that y'all are all going to kind of be blessed in the same way because there's there's just there's something there. Right. And so it's just been so amazing to walk on this journey with with everybody and seeing them, how they handle different things and, and being in the spotlight and, and, you know, just growing in the ups and downs with all of that. Yeah. I hate that you stopped because people were like, rawr, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a good lesson for people is that, you know, when we talk about authenticity, when we talk about being genuine, right? You can do things strategically and still be authentic and genuine to who you are, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, yeah, you had all these voices coming in at you and you felt like you had to change, but like you were enough. Right. Right. And that's so hard, especially in the solopreneur world to be on our own and go, I'm enough. I'm, I'm, I haven't, I'm doing this and it might not be the way you do it. Right. I'm doing it this way and that's going to work. I'm going to try to make it work for me. That's right. huge. And that's hard. It is. What advice do you have for anybody going through that? I think, I think, okay, enjoy the journey really. And, and, and really take your time and, and trust your gut. Because if you are, are, if you're trying to, to express yourself in a certain way and, and it's coming out in, in certain ways, it's, it's because it's needed. And it's, it, it might not be for everybody else, but it might be for, for your mm-hmm. own self. Yeah. And, and I think people can really connect with that as your people love that going on that journey with you, right. Of growing and learning and building and, and seeing you succeed. And I think even if you don't know, where it's heading or where it's going, if it's working, like just keep pushing. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we went through a similar situation with 17 hats when 17 hats was created. It grew immensely, like super fast. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it was like the fastest growing tech company in the first year. And then we had a bunch of um, advisors and whatever, whatnot come in and say, Oh, but you need to hire this you know, um, expert in this and you need to hire this expert in this. And so we hired all these experts because that's what we, again, we were told this is great, but now you need to hire these experts to take the next level. And when we hired those experts, things got worse. Yeah. Right. Because they didn't know 
our vision. They didn't understand, even though we try to get the values across, get the visions across, get the the passion of what we're doing. Um, even though we try to get all of that across in every which way, they still didn't fit with mission and vision and what we're here to do. And so that was one of our first big lessons in the, you know, the first year of business here at 17 Hats was sometimes the experts don't know what they're doing for you. Exactly. Right. They might have expertise, but they might not be the right fit for you. And it's, it's, it's hard. It is, especially when you're trying to do something new that really has not been done before. There is no role model. There is no outline. Mm -hmm. And so you're figuring it out. And that's the beauty. And when you're trying to do something new, right, is that you've been called to that for a reason because you you have what it takes to get there. And so I think it is it is hard when we um I guess when we try to reach out, you know, yeah. or or think, okay, this is the next thing I'm supposed to do to grow, you know. One of the things, so for those of you who don't know, I taught art in high school for a few years. And one of the things that I had my art students do every year was they had to give feedback. They had to critique each other and their artwork, right? So think of like a high school kid, you're putting your best foot forward and then somebody's coming in critiquing you, but I never allowed them to respond to the critique. So they just had to take in the critique. They couldn't say, but this, but that, well, this, no response. It was just like, thank you for your information. But then they had to go back to their desk and try to discover if the critique that they brought in, right, the critique that they that they heard, was it fitting enough? Did it match with their vision? Did it match with what they were doing to actually take? Mm. Right? Because just yeah. because somebody says, hey, you should do this, doesn't mean you should. Right. So people can throw out, we can throw advice out to each other all day long, but it's us to decide which one actually makes an impact. So we're not saying not take any advice. We're not saying to take all advice, but I think what is important, especially listening to your journey, thinking back about my journey or our journey with 17 Hats is what advice actually makes sense for the journey that you're on and being okay and confident in the journey that you are on. Right. It's huge. It is huge. And it's it's also having that confidence and and knowing that um you're okay, right? Because I think I, I had hit a point where I was really stagnant and I was having a little bit of trouble growing. And it was in that space that I thought, oh, maybe they really know what they're talking about, right? And started changing my, yeah, and started changing my, my tactics and approach to social media. And it just, it was so forced, I think. And, and you're right, people do mm-hmm. see that, right? And so I noticed a huge decline in, in my interaction, you know, with, because it, it was, but you know, what's really funny is now those videos are starting, and this is years later, some of those videos are, are gaining so much traction. So I'm That's just amazing. like, I, 
it's ever changing. And I think that's the cool thing about social media. And I mean, there's a part of me with social media. I feel like my grandfather, my grandfather used to, we used to sit around the table and my grandfather used to be like, the internet is the ruination of the world. And sometimes I feel like the old woman going like, oh, social media, like, oh my gosh. Um, and I think it's like anything in that, in life, there's negatives and there's positives. And if we look at the positives of it, you know, it is constantly change, changing and you have the ability to constantly reinvent yourself, to constantly um, make changes on the way that you're doing things. Um, try again. You know, I'm a big, I, I love false starts. I'm a big false start person, um, meaning that I'm going to try something and maybe I'm not ready for it and it's going to fail a little bit, but then I'm going to start again. And I just call it a false start. Right. I'm going to try it. It's going to last for a few weeks. And then maybe like it's not a part of my routine. So it falls off a little bit. And then I pick back up in week four and I do it for a few more weeks. And again, not a part of my routine. So it falls back off. And then, you know, the third time, usually it becomes a part of my routine and we're, we're good to go. Um, but I believe in false starts. I believe in you got to get up and get moving and get going. And you're not going to have it right the first time. You're probably not going to have it right the second time maybe you'll get it somewhat right the third time. But that's the glory of all of this is that you can constantly keep moving and grooving. And just because it didn't happen the first time doesn't mean it's not going to happen the second or the third or the 10th or the 100th time. It is all about um, just showing up. Yes. How was your journey with that? Did I mean, putting social media inside of a routine, especially people, I mean, solopreneurs, everybody listening, busy, busy, right? We don't have time to like sleep, much less like do social media. So like, what is your thoughts on starting and going and pushing through and consistent? You know, everybody says you have to be consistent. You have to like, what's your thoughts on all of that? Yeah, I think that um, there's definitely a learning curve in the beginning, right? Um, learning how to edit, learning how to, um, what to record, not, you know, what not to record. And one thing that I learned is everything is content. So I'm constantly videoing myself and, you know, acting like an idiot in public and just, you know, going in video mode and <laughs> speaking to my phone. And because I may not use it now, but an idea might come later and then I have the footage, right? So um, sometimes I have ideas that come come to me and I can just quickly do, do a reel or, or, or a TikTok or something. And then other times it's more planned out. And, and um, like if I hear an audio or a trend or something like that. Yeah. And um, once you start learning... Um, like how to do those quickly, then it's, it's easier. I remember in the beginning, it would take me hours to do one reel because I wasn't sure, or, um, I wasn't sure how to, how to work it, you know? And, um, and then another thing is that, you know, when you're on the, on the, on the app and you're liking different things, I learned to start saving things that I liked that I would be able to then turn into, something like photography themed. Right. So I would, I would try to maximize the time that I was on the app for myself to also be, you know, um, almost like research for later on. And, um, and then I'll just take a day. I think my record is like 12 reels in a day. And that, that was pretty awesome. That's amazing. Um, 
Yeah. And so you didn't post them all on one day. Did you just make, you just made them and yes. save draft and yeah. Oh my God. Change different outfits, like different hair, like everything. And, um, mm-hmm. but most of the time I'll do like maybe, maybe three or four on, you know, on average. And, um, and so it's, it's, if you can try to strategically plan, you know, what, what you're going to do, then it's, it's a lot easier, but then I'll, I'll, if I see something really funny and something clicks really quickly and I've got, you know, the outfit or whatever, I'll just do it right then and there. That's amazing. Yeah. So look behind the curtains. Like, are you, can, how do you, how do you organize all that? If you have that if you're videoing that much content on your phone, are you doing it on your phone? Yeah. You have an organization system to where you can find things easily, or do you just remember like, oh yeah, I did that two weeks ago or three weeks ago? So I re- I remember what I did that and, person. But one thing that I would love to do is because I have all of my video like saved on my computer. Mm-hmm. I think what I want to do is go back this last year and start organizing like, okay, these are my running videos. This is me in the studio. This is me Having talking albums. Yes, because I think once you reach a certain type, like almost creating a library, right? Yeah. That, you can kind of go back and start repurposing a lot of this stuff. Oh, amazing. And, yes. Yeah. So that's something that I'm thinking of, I'm thinking about doing because I realized, wow, you know, a, an idea will come to me and I think, oh, I videoed that like beginning of last yeah. year or something, you know, or beginning of this year. And it's, or I remember I traveled and I wanted to do like, you know, the clouds while I'm in the yeah. plane, or, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. like different things that I've, I've, um, recorded and, or maybe do like a whole, um, sometimes I try to do like, okay, this was this month. Right. And so here's October and just try to do like different content to show people kind of what I've been doing. I think my biggest, my biggest thing right now is that, um, I, so I have, I have three different things. Like I have my personal Instagram. Mm -hmm. I have my, my business, um, Instagram, my photography business. And then I have what the F stop, which is, I started what the F stop because I'm really silly, but my brand for photography is all about like very high end. It, it is. And so there's almost a disconnect that I'm yeah. acting like an idiot, you know, like <laughs> with my hair everywhere. And I've got like, you know, three glasses coming out of my head. And, but then on the other side, I'm just like, you're a beautiful woman, you know? So it's like, it's just like that brand doesn't click. But at the same time, um, I found that women love that side of me because when they see that side, then they can be vulnerable and open up. And so I had it suggested to me, like, just, you know, separate three and, and, um, three accounts. And that's been so hard trying to keep up and manage them. Yes. To manage them. One of my, um, one of my coaches who's really great on social media, because I was having the same thing. I was like, okay, I have 17 hats. I have my personal, I have like me as a mom. I, you know, like we wear so many hats, so many hats. hats. Um, how do you, how do you organize? And the advice he gave me, he was like, you are one, you are one person. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, Mm -hmm. yes. And he was like, so everything is under your personal brand. However, 
when you do things for 17 hats, you put it on the 17 hats one. If you like, you know, other, other businesses that you have, um, or other channels that you have, but same thing when I do stuff for 17 hats, that goes on my personal brand because at the end of the day, there's just me, right? Right. Right. You're, you're you. And yeah, you know, we forget, I think so much that people are multifaceted little diamonds, right? right? We have the hard side. We have the hot soft side. We're funny. We are intimate. Like there's so many different sides to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think we celebrate that enough and we should right. celebrate that more. So right. that I, I feel you on that struggle because I've had so many conversations with my coach on that exact same topic of like, oh my gosh. And he's just like, but you are one person and you are you and that's what your personal brand is supposed to be. And I'm like, oh yeah, right. right. Thanks yeah. for simplifying it. But sometimes we overcomplicate it, right? Yes. Okay. Next behind the curtain question. So many editing softwares. Mm. Do you run things through editing softwares? Do you just do it all on your phone? Are you like, what's the mastermind behind this? I do it all on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> I, Which I think it's perfectly I fine. Inside the app. Yeah. I mean, so when Reels first came out, I'm not going to lie, it was rough uh, because the features in TikTok were so much more advanced. Mm-hmm. But TikTok has come, I mean, Reels have come a, a long, long way. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I used um, CapCut for yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think... I think maybe if I wanted to invest more like with captions and, and adding sound effects and things like that, I would love to. Um, I just haven't gotten to that point yet because it's still just something that it's super fun. And I I feel like it, it then gets into the production of things again. Sure. But I have noticed, like, especially for what the F-stop, I would love to like... Um, so the whole idea with what the F stop was like that photographers would would tell me like issues that they're having and then it would just be like what the F stop right yeah. and then have like sound or like a record scratch or something and just saying let's not overwhelm ourselves here's what you can do and like give advice on that almost like those infomercials where it's like are you having trouble like cleaning your counter kitchens what the f stop you know like so but it's like I have just all these ideas but again I'm just one person and then I think gosh I need to learn how to get sound effects and maybe you know this and so and so I've I've given myself time to just like organically just slowly grow because I, I mean, there's only so much I can do and I'm trying to get over this perfectionist mindset and just, you know, be present where I'm supposed to be present and, and knowing that, that these things will and will happen when they're supposed to. Um, and but I keep kind of plugging away so that the that the um, that account doesn't go dry. But, you know, that that was the intention behind what the F stop. Yeah. And for those who don't know, F-stop is one of the three main, you know, functions of the camera. Listening so here. I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't cuss. Well, I mean, I, I can't say I don't, but like, I, it's not <laughs> part of my normal vocabulary, but it's, it's a play on words. It's a play on words for sure. No, I love, I mean, I, I love that you simplified this because I think the big thing that we tend to do 
Um, and it comes a lot from our own anxieties and our own insecurities is we tend to overcomplicate things and we overcomplicate it. The root of it is because we're too nervous to actually do it. So we think we have to have all of this stuff. We think we have to have the cool software and we have to have all these things that we have to have when the reality is you don't need much, mm -hmm. right? You have your phone, you have your account, you just go, right? right? You don't need much. And so, you know, you coming into this with a very simplistic um, way of doing this, I think is huge and so inspirational because it doesn't have to be this big, complicated, scary boogeyman thing. Right. right. It can just be something fun that you do and something that you enjoy doing or maybe not enjoy doing at the beginning, but it doesn't have to be something that is intimidating or nervous. So here's my last question for you before we wrap up. And it's something that I hear probably the most is, you know, people are really nervous about doing these things and then posting them and then their friends and family see them because mm. you know, the people that judge us the most, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. Our friends and family. It's like, what is that person doing? Who does she think she are? She is. Does, right. What, you know, people tend to see you. I think I've talked talked about this in another podcast or another thing at some point in time. Is people tend to see you how they met you. So if they met you right. when you were 10 or 12, you're still that 10 or 12 year old girl. If they met you, you know, when you were 20 and bar hopping, you're still the 20 year old bar <laughs> hopper, right? So right. people kind of keep, seem to keep people in those boxes and their what they know of them doesn't, their perceptions of them doesn't really change as they grow and change, especially in the solopreneur world where a lot of our friends and family doesn't know what we're doing, right? Mm -hmm. They don't understand it. So right. was that a struggle for you to become this kind of other person and grow into this grow. I'm not going to say new person, but you know, grow in this way. Was how how was that experience for you? So yeah, so for me, um, I grew up very reserved, and I think very few people actually knew that I'm this like off the wall person. And when I was by myself, of course, you know, during COVID, we didn't have friends, so like. TikTok became my friend. And so the the community that, that I built around, there were just amazing people. And I just felt so comfortable to be myself. Now, the only difference is, if, you know, being in a room with your best friend is fine. But then when you're in a room that's open up to the world, it's a whole different ballgame. Oh, but wow. I didn't see it that way. I was just hanging out with my friends, right? Yeah, and so yeah. what's funny is that for me, um, it wasn't so much criticism about, um, oh, I can't believe you're doing this. Or, because I, I don't think that I had anything that would really offend anybody. Yeah. But the main thing that I had was, girl, I didn't know you were funny. I thought you were so serious. Like you just oh, go to church all the time. Like you're so holy. And I'm like, look, I'm a person. And so 
people would come up to me and they would like give me hugs or they would just laugh or the, it, and I'm thinking, why, why are they approaching me this way? And they're like, I love your videos. And so that Amazing. was, and that helped me kind of get out of my shell because that's who I really am. But I just always had, you know, uh, I guess I always felt like I had to be a certain way around people like so proper and, you know, just whatever. And I never realized that people truly didn't know who I actually am. And so the the fact that people are connecting with me on that level, it, 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 it was freeing for me because, um, I was bringing joy to them, right? Yeah. And whereas before they just had no clue or maybe they were intimidated to talk to me because I was just so quiet and like, it, yeah. I think I thought I was introverted, but, um, or, or just like, that's the, the thing that I kept getting was like, you're just so holy and so quiet. Like, I just didn't want to approach you. And I'm like, I'm not floating here, people. <laughs> like, I'm just me. I just kind of tend to keep to myself because I am kind of off yeah. the wall and yeah, I'm a lot sometimes. And, um, but then they really, felt like they could come to me, you know? And so that was refreshing um, and learning that, even learning that about myself, that maybe I need to be more open, you know? That is a journey. I love the journey for you. I love that you've been on it. Um, You, Leslie, you are one of the most incredible people I know. I love you dearly. Um, Leslie. I feel the same way about you. Leslie is one of those people that you're around her and you just like your whole day is brighter. So I am so excited that you're here and you were able to dive into your journey with us with social media, which has absolutely been incredible. And I think for any of you that are listening or watching this, I think the big takeaway, you know, I I know the big takeaways for me listening to this is one, don't take yourself too seriously, Mm -hmm. right? It's okay to just experience the journey and experience what you're going through and have fun, you know, understand, have fun with the process, right? Love the process and uh, love building something. It doesn't necessarily have to be like these results right now. You don't have to be like, what am I doing with this? And have everything figured out right now. You don't need that. You just need to get the momentum going. And I've always said, I'm a big person when it comes to momentum, right? You you didn't just come out of the womb running, right? Right you set up, you were actually, I guess you rolled over first, rolled over and then you set up and then you stood and then you took some steps and right. Anything yes. in life is going to be the same. And this is just one of those, you have to build that momentum and doing is what is going to build that momentum and just enjoy the process of building the momentum and don't take yourself too seriously and just have fun with it. Um, so Leslie, I thank you. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing your insights and sharing your love. And we appreciate you so much. Um, where can they follow you if they want to go and touch base, if they want to reach out, where can they find you? Yeah. So, um, on, um, I am on TikTok and Instagram. My personal page is, um, it's called less of me. Mm -hmm. Um, and then my business page is Leslie Cervantes Photography. And then I also have What the F Stop on Instagram. So awesome. um, any and any of those pages. But I think I'm going to put more emphasis on the less of me and my personal yeah. page. So 
Yeah. I love That's it. what I'm really focusing on right now. Yeah. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Until next time.